0: One of the most important things I think of this job is to build trust with your customers. And you know, I want them to have the best product on the shelves. We are going inside Gift and in Home, and I am your guide,
1: Don Groters. This is where we will dig into sales, products, and business relationships for retailers, wholesale brands, and sales reps in the gift and in home industry. With 20 plus years of experience as a buyer, sales rep, and now business owner. I am thrilled to be your guide, providing tips, techniques, ideas, skills, and motivation on your journey to building a thriving business. So let's get started. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to introduce to you Ruth Grigson. Ruth was a retailer and owned a store in the gift and home industry for 12 years before she became a sales rep. I've always enjoyed talking with Ruth at the show because she's an innovator. She's motivated to try new things. Ruth is genuine and cares about her customers and works hard for them. Welcome, Ruth, to Inside Gift and Home Podcast.
0: Thank you, Dawn. Um, it's great to be here and thanks so much for inviting me.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, um, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your journey inside the gift and home industry?
0: Sure, sure thing. Well, it started uh, back in 2005. I was actually pregnant with my daughter, who's now 16, later that, and I was working in the healthcare field, and I hated every day of my job. It was awful, and I knew that I needed to make a change, and um, my mother-in-law actually was a sales rep and also owned a gift shop, and we would go visit her, and at the time she had the shop, and I just thought this was the most fun thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I I actually got to go to the gift shows with her a couple of times and I thought, oh my goodness, you do this for a living, like as a job. And, uh, you know, I was, I was about to have a big change in my life personally with having a baby. And I thought, you know, this might be the perfect time to start a new business when you're pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. Why
1: not? Why not?
0: (laughs) So that's what I did. And it was my plan to start that business, uh, before I quit my full-time job in healthcare. And that way, after I gave birth that I would have, um, a small business to, to keep me busy, you know, as my daughter grew up. So that's what I did. I started a little, um, e-commerce business out of my home in 2005 and, um, Ellie was born, and we had this little website, and um, it was very <laughs> archaic compared to, you know, e-commerce sites now, um, and I would set up a little booth wherever I could on the weekends and sell my wares. I, I started out selling um, baby gifts because I had a baby, so that was a natural <laughs> just to- <laughs> Yep. A foray into the industry. Um, uh, but I didn't. Everyone would always say, "Do you make anything?" I'm like, "No, no, no." I go to the shows. I buy them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I I got into jewelry, you know, just all kinds of things. And I would sell them at these little craft fairs or whatever I could do on the weekends. And then during the week, I would you know pack up my e-commerce orders. And I would I literally I didn't even have a car. I would put Ellie in the stroller. And I would put my little boxes that I pack up in the bottom of the stroller, and we walk to the post office, and I deliver Mm -hmm. them every day. Yeah. So um, so that's kind of how I got started, and then it evolved pretty quickly, um, and went through several iterations of our e-commerce site, and um, ended up having a brick and mortar store for four years. And um, yeah, it learned a ton. It was it was a great experience our e-commerce business, uh, grew and grew and grew from like my two orders a day to, um, by the time I sold it, we were doing a million dollars in sales online a oh, year. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was just one of those things that took off. Um, and it kept me busy. I ended up having another kid a couple of years later, and, um, it was just a great business for me to have while I raised my kids. In 2017, I just kind of got to the point where I was struggling with a horrible landlord and you know, I was spending most of my days packing boxes, honestly. Mm. I was in the shipping department, packing, 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 and I wasn't in my store as much. And I'm a very relational person. I like to be with people and I was spending my day with cardboard. and (laughs) And I was like, what am I doing? I just, I just felt like this is not what I was supposed to be doing. And uh, decided to start looking for a sales rep job. That's how I made the switch. I actually, I went straight into being a sales rep. Uh, we were two weeks um I was two weeks into the job and that's when I shut down the website and then actually someone swooped in and came and bought it. So, oh, um, yeah. it's still out there in the universe. Um, actually one of my new clients in the Chicagoland area bought it. And, um, so, uh, the transition, um, went fairly smoothly and now I've been a sales rep for six years and I love it. I, I truly think, um, uh, being with people every day, helping other small business owners is truly what I was meant to do.
1: You definitely have a unique perspective um, because you were a retailer and then now being a sales rep. You know, you kind of told us a little bit of why you made the switch, but um, why your experience makes you a better sales rep?
0: One thing that came to mind immediately is from the very beginning, you know, even like day one, I knew what days and what Times of days not to call my stores. Yes. Um, I rarely call anyone on a Friday afternoon. I do not call you two weeks before Christmas for an appointment. I, you know, it's truly like I have a very good read on when they have some time to chat or might have some time to meet and when they absolutely do not and they need to be in their stores focused. And I think, especially these last um, two years, um, that's actually come in handy even more because so many of my stores are struggling with staffing and they are running very thin with time and i think um because of that i've been much more aware of you know taking up their time and and instead of you know saying well can't i meet with you all this like what can i've been asking what can i do for you what can i do to help like can i come in and restock your shelves can i come in and clean up your display Um, so that I'm more of a help than another time suck for them. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You're adding value. Like, that's why, Mm -hmm. that's why I do love talking to you because you always have such a value add from a Mm -hmm. sales rep perspective because of your experience. And Mm -hmm. I love that.
0: Yeah. I think it's important. You know, when I had, um, I had a store, um, I had a sales rep for a particular line Mm -hmm. And she didn't live in the area. She lived far away, which I totally understood. And so I was placing fairly large orders on a regular basis. And um, she didn't have to do much to get those orders. She never came and met with me or anything. And I, I specifically remember this one day. I, I was just really bogged down. It was probably the holiday season. And I emailed her and I said, hey, could you just, we got a damage. And can you just file this one claim for me? Mm-hmm. And she emailed me back and she said, no, I don't have time for that. And I was, as a store owner, I was livid. I I thought, oh my goodness, I never asked this woman for anything, spending lots of money with her. And she just couldn't help. I just really, I I always think about that because I'm like, I never want to say no to a store owner who's reaching out saying, I need help. I, I, you know, I've got too many balls in the air. Could you file this claim? Could you call this vendor for me? Can you maybe stop in? Um, If I have the ability and I have the time, I will, I'll do whatever I can to say yes, because I think that that makes the biggest impact with the store owners.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree with you. You finding ways to help them and meet them where they're at, that's what makes them want to do business with you. And Mm -hmm. they see you as a partner and you're building that relationship.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, what was one of the biggest lessons that you have learned from one of your retailers?
0: When advising stores on what to order from a particular line, um, it's best to ask them questions about what they're carrying and what their needs are before advising them on the product selection or product assortment. Because there are some stores and accounts that do great with a large assortment of SKUs. I saw a lot of candles. So some stores want to, you know, bring in I don't know, 10 different fragrances. Mm-hmm. And then I've had some stores that say, you know what, I do a lot better when I curate the assortment. For my customers when I pick out the top three sellers and go deep into those and that's all I have and I can turn those over and over again. So it really depends on the store. And so I've learned to ask more questions of my store and see what their needs are before giving my opinion on what exactly they should bring in or what they should carry.
1: Yeah, yeah. That is great. Great advice. Um, and I'm glad that you've learned that over the years with your your different retailers, because they're all different. They all have different needs and wants. And so you're finding what works for each one. Okay. So what would you say are some of your favorite things about working with the customers that you have?
0: I just love getting to know them. I think um, they all have different personalities. I work with hundreds of different retailers. Um it's fun. I mean, I go into a different kind of store every day, and there are a lot of them that I love going into. Uh, my husband doesn't love when I'm shopping so much. <laughs> to spend a whole lot of money at my stores but it's so fun I mean I have shops that are more like museum shops always have just unique things in them and then some you know really cute clothes of course Mm -hmm. and it's it's just a lot of fun and I I do love helping them you know sometimes they're looking for a particular category um, that they can't find or they're you know maybe they've had they've had a customer request a particular item and they can't find it and I'll be like Let me hunt that down for you. You know, Um, let me see what I can drum up and find for you. Or even um, during um, the shutdown, actually, I was able to help a lot of my stores with their e-commerce businesses because of my background. And so, I mean, I just sat on the phone with a lot of them and and helped them kind of navigate and maybe strategize. Um, I love um, helping with business strategy. I was raised in a home. My dad had a small business, and so it's kind of in my blood. And then I had mine, and I love helping to fix a problem or or solve something for them. So that's that's definitely my favorite part.
1: So great! I love that. Um, one thing I love about you is how you are willing to try new things and to open, um, and you're open to new ways of doing business as a sales rep. So, what is one thing that you've tried that worked really well with your retailers, and maybe one thing that you've tried that didn't really work so well, and you had to move on from that?
0: Sure, um, one thing that worked really well. I just tried this last fall, and you know it's never too late to try new things. Um, Absolutely, I do not have all figured out by any means. So, um, I would say um, last fall. I had uh, a great gift shop that I've got a lot of my products in, and she's a great business owner, really fun gifts in her store. And I had presented a gourmet food line to her, and she said no. Um, several times. <laughs> I, I kept bringing it up to her because I was so confident in the ability for it to retail and mix in well with her product assortment that she had. And um, she had never sold food before. And she just couldn't get over that mental um, block of, well, I can't sell food. I'm a gift shop. Mm-hmm. So one day, um, before right before fourth quarter started, I stopped in with some samples. And I said, uh, could I price these and put them out? And I just took the top three SKUs in the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, uh, worst case scenario, they sit here for two weeks and they don't move. And I will come pick them up. Mm-hmm. And they took up, you know, one square foot. I said, best case scenario, you sell it all and you make 100% profit. And she said, she agreed. She's like, okay, I, there's no risk. I will, I will try for two weeks. After two weeks, she had sold all the product. She called me up and she placed a nice reorder. And I think she's ordered about four times since then. At the January show, we visited the booth that where it was in um, in the showroom and she ordered a larger assortment of SKUs and 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 she has my trust too. One of the most important things I think of this job is to build trust with your customers. And, you know, I want them to have the best product on the shelves. So you have a store you're really comfortable with and you have a great relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it worked really well. For
1: me. Oh, Ruth, that is such a great idea. We need more people to do those kind of things, to just mm-hmm. get out there and to try different things with their retailers, because the I, I can totally see how that retailer just trusts you. Like she knows what she's talking about. And that's such a great thing.
0: So I guess on the flip side, for yeah. the thing that didn't work, one thing I tried my first year as a sales rep was, you know, everyone said around the holidays, you're supposed to drop off cookies and, you know, mm-hmm. make everyone feel good. And I thought, okay, I, I can make cookies. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make, like, a box of cookies for everyone. It did not go well. I was, like, scrambling. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to, like, make the cookies and drive to all the stores. I, I It just was, like, a total flop, and <laughs> I just decided, okay, you know what? My time is better used um, buying the cookies <laughs> from bakeries and then bringing them and seeing if the stores need any fill in, if they're low on product where I can help, um, rather than spending all my hours in the kitchen baking. So uh, yeah. that is something I do not do. There are reps out there that do it and kudos to them.
1: Well, and I think too, like everybody's different. I don't like to cook. I don't like to bake very often. And so that is not one of my skill sets. So you probably wouldn't want any cookies for me either. <laughs> All right. In conversations, I hear a lot of um, conversations about sales reps that are aging out in this industry. And it's hard to find a younger generation in this profession. Um, And you and I are probably similar ages. And I feel like we still have a lot of life and energy to give. And so now's the time to start mentoring like the younger generation to come into this profession. So, what would you say to mentor or to encourage a younger generation to go into a profession like this?
0: I would say to a younger person that, uh, I have been able to have a full-time job that I love, have the flexibility, um, day to day. If you know, something goes awry and, you know, with my kids or me, um, to just take off when I need to, I've been able to raise a family and bring in a really nice income while having all that. And, um, I know it's, uh, especially I think for women, it's hard to do, especially mm-hmm. when you have kids, it's um, maintaining a full-time job or raising a family or even dogs. I just got two dogs and they take up a lot of yeah. time. Yes. I went to the vet today. So yes, yeah, so whether you have fur babies or human mm-hmm. children, um, just having a job in this industry has made life just easier because I have the flexibility. Believe me, my manager does not want a phone call when my kid is homesick for school. Yes. Uh, she knows I'm going to deal with it and take care of what I need to take care of and still do my job. And I just think it's the best of both worlds. We have a fun job with uh, great colleagues, great customers, fun product to sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people, the items and brands I get to sell, they're like, how did you get into that? And that sounds like so much fun and um, and I get to see all the new products and new trends right when they come out. It, it really is. And I think if a young person has a passion for building relationships, because I really think that is, um, first and foremost, uh, the most important thing to have in this industry, then I would encourage them to, to look into it. Um, if they have a heart for helping small business owners and shopping small, again, I think that's just a core value in this industry, or at least as a sales rep yeah. to value, um, then, then I would advise them, Hey, check it out, temp at a show, you know, see if you like it. Yeah, that's
1: great. That's great. And I do agree with you that temping in the sh- at the show is the great way to do that and be able to really see how the industry works and meet the customers and learn about product, be able to sell product on your feet, like things like that. All right. So um, in the last five years, it's been tough with a lot of ups and downs, especially the last three years for retailers, for wholesale vendors and sales reps alike. So what is something that you do, either personally or professional, to stay motivated and to keep
0: going? I do love a great audiobook. In the car. Um, sales reps are in the car all the time. And I have given up on reading when I get home late at night because I'm usually exhausted. So, but I do listen to a lot of audiobooks while I'm driving, and I'm a big nonfiction reader. I love a good business book. So I do. Not not everything I read is, but I do read um, quite a bit of like motivational books. A couple that I recommend. I actually made a little list. Um, Atomic Habits by James Clear uh, is a great one. Just, you know, if you're struggling to get on a routine or, you know, maybe um, in any profession, sometimes procrastinate on them parts of your job that you don't love claims you know yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but that that's been a great book for me um another one is just um an inspiring story about a business which is um shoe dog it's the story of Nike and how mm-hmm. that got started and just uh, just the rise of that company is so impressive um and so I love books like that. It's like whether it's on leadership or improving my admin skills mm-hmm. um or just being inspired by somebody else's um, success story in business, I really think that's how I can keep myself going. And I, I think I tended, especially the last couple of years, to read more. Um, you know, when things were not great, especially during the lockdown, I had more time on my hands, and um, just to keep myself motivated. Really, you know, sometimes you get stuck, and you just need um, a little outside inspiration.
1: Yep. Yep. I agree with you. I love a good business book. Those are all things we can take inspiration from. So yes, that's awesome. Um, so my last question for you is if you could give sales reps in this industry, um, a tip to help them, what would that be?
0: I would say just keep going. I really, really would. I have had some horrible days on the road. I have had, um, strong nose given to me. Um, you know, I think any industry in sales, you're, you're going to get nose and you just have to keep going one foot in front of the other. Um, whether it's prospecting from store to store or call making calls, um, things will you know, get better. We will get some yeses. Um, I had a lot of stores actually closed this past year, mm. um, kind of late 2022, which was really disappointing, like great accounts of mine closed. And I was feeling, you know, quite defeated. I will say mm-hmm. between that. And I actually broke my foot in the yes. box. So, um, I was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to yeah. make those sales? And get past this. And I just thought, you know what, it's it's gonna be okay. Um, and I made as many calls as I could to get mm-hmm. appointments for the January show. I thought, you know what, I am going to focus on the people that are in business okay. um, and not worry about the shops that closed. Um, and and try to find new stores. There's new stores opening all the time and new clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been my focus the beginning of this year is developing relationships with new business owners that um, I've never had a relationship with before. And again, I sometimes I get no's and sometimes I get yeses. So I would just say to sales reps out there, um, just keep going. It's You'll have a tough day and uh, reaching out to a mentor or a manager is always a good way. I I do that quite often, uh, whether it's my manager or even just a colleague in the mm-hmm. industry. Hey, you know, I give them a call and say, what do you think about this? Or it, sometimes you just need a pep talk to. Yeah, um, we all we all do. So, yeah. 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 Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I um heard and I don't know who said it, but someone had said, um, go for the no, because eventually you will get a yes. So keep asking for that sale, because eventually you're going to get a yes. They're not all mm-hmm. no's. I agree with you when you said that too. Oh, Ruth, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, You have such great insight and you bring so much value and information and just wisdom to the gift and home industry. So I really appreciate your time today. Um. And- and I will link the books that you mentioned um, in this podcast as well.
0: Well, thank you so much, Don. It was so great to talk to you and catch up a little bit. And yeah, and if anybody um, wants to reach out, you know, I'm just really willing to help um, any reps out there. I've got quite a few colleagues that reach out and just, you know, want to pick my brain for whatever reason. And, um, and I do that to them too. So um, I'm here to help. And yeah, this was so wonderful. Thanks so much for inviting me down. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for joining me on this journey inside Gift and Home. And if you have a friend in the industry that would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.